the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join me weekday afternoons from 3 to 7, only on News Talk 710 KNUS, Denver's local talk leader. I'm Matt Piper in New York. Today is a monumental step forward in our nation's fight against the virus. That statement from President Biden today after the CDC says yes, COVID-19 vaccines for infants and babies are safe and effective. But it has taken a while. Vanderbilt University's Dr. William Schaffner. The decision by the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices to recommend COVID vaccines for all children starting at age six months through four and five years of age is very important. Around a third of parents say they plan to get their child in the age group vaccinated, according to CDC survey findings released today. The Philadelphia Fire Department is in mourning after one of their own. 51-year-old Lieutenant Sean Williamson was killed in a fire early this morning. Deputy Fire Commissioner Craig Murphy. It's a sad day for the Philadelphia Fire Department. Unfortunately, our department lost a member bravely fighting a fire and then caught in a building collapse after the fire uh, was over. President Biden was riding his bike along with his wife in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, when he stopped to seemingly say hello to a crowd that had gathered. But when he went to put his second foot down, it appears to have gotten stuck on the bike pedal and he fell right onto the ground. The White House says the 79-year-old president is fine and did not need medical attention. He was wearing a helmet. Four inmates have escaped from a minimum security federal prison in Hopewell, Virginia. They were discovered missing from the federal correctional complex Petersburg's satellite camp at about 1.45 this morning. The Bureau is not talking about how they were able to escape the camp, which houses 185 male inmates, and also did not say if they were believed to have escaped together. It's been another week of tough economic news. The Federal Reserve Bank raised interest rates three quarters of a percentage point. CBS's Michael George speaks with a financial analyst. Many consumers are buying fewer goods. Dana Peterson is chief economist at the Conference Board, which analyzes trends in manufacturing, housing, the stock market, even the movies, and issued the leading economic indicators report Friday. What's the big takeaway that they can get from these indicators? The big takeaway is that, look, there's there's trouble ahead. <laughs> that That's something that we shouldn't ignore. But right now, things are more or less okay. Political commentator and columnist Mark Shields, who shared his insight into American politics and wit on PBS NewsHour for decades, has died. Mark Shields was 85 years old. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818 for as little as only 119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 now. That's 800-711-6818. KNUS Denver, a Salem Media Group station. 
the 710 five-day forecast is Saturday, mostly sunny early with a 40% chance for showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Still pretty hot and muggy with highs around 95. For tonight, a 30% chance for showers and thunderstorms tapering off by midnight with lows in the mid-60s. For Juneteenth on Sunday, partly sunny with a shower thunderstorm possible, highs near 90 degrees. Weather brought to you by Colorado Flat Fee Realty. Now with a 2% option. Pay less, keep more. ColoradoFlatFeeRealty.com. I'm meteorologist Patrice Sutter on 710 KNUS. George Brockler with The George Show on 710 KNUS. I am out of the saddle in Cooperstown, New York. I will be replaced by someone smarter and far less attractive. John Caldera and others filling in for me on The George Show, 710 KNUS. George Brockler, tomorrow morning from 6 to 10 on News Talk 710 KNUS. Air conditioning season is already here. It's that time of year when temperature swings can change 30 degrees in a single day. Now is the time to call Squeaks Services to get your AC ready. Preventive maintenance is the only way to save on costly repairs. And when you call Squeaks, you'll only pay $60 to ensure your AC unit is working at its best and ready for the season. Call, text, or chat with Squeaks Services seven days a week to set an AC maintenance appointment today. Call 303-280-5765 or visit squeaksservices.com. The following program is paid for by Mike Boyle. He's spent almost 40 years in and around the restaurant industry. He's been an owner and an operator. He's a member of the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame. The last quarter of a century, his radio shows have been keeping you updated on the ever-changing Colorado restaurant scene, where he invites you to join him, both on the air and for meals at area restaurants. He's Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. on with 406 and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show on saturday june 18th the day before father's day 2022 i want to wish all you dads out there a happy father's day and uh want to remind all of you that uh wouldn't hurt you to take your dad to lunch or dinner or maybe uh don't, I don't buy him a tie but maybe just pick up the phone and give him a call maybe send him a family portrait of you and his grandkids wouldn't that be nice send a picture to dad so anyway i had a nice celebration last wednesday with my daughter and her fiance when they were in town they were in town for a surprise party tuesday afternoon at carshenagan advertising in downtown denver to celebrate the co-owner's 40th year in the advertising business in Denver, Pocky Maranzino. So congratulations to him for that. And then my daughter and I went to the View House uh, along with her fiancé and had a nice, nice time for Father's Day. Um, Restaurants are adding extra charges to combat inflation. Why that's a recipe for disaster. I've got an interesting interview uh, in the next segment with a guy named Steve Knatzer that owns the Airplane Restaurant in Colorado Springs. He came across, I don't know how, a gigantic order of baby formula. And he's giving it away. I realize I'm a Newstalk 710 KNUS for the Denver metro area right now. I realize he's in Colorado Springs, but maybe you want to jump in the car and drive down there. He's got a KC-97 aircraft stuck in the building. You can sit in the plane. It's a worldwide known restaurant. He's always very big on Father's Day. Maybe you might want to drive down and get some baby formula for your child or your grandchild. We're going to talk with him in this hour. We're also going to talk with Jason Davis. Jason Davis is the new owner-operator of a restaurant called Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue right there at Hampton and I-25. 
east of I-25, south of Hamden. There's a bunch of brand-new apartments and condominium buildings. There is a row of retail, and he is in there. It's a restaurant group out of Georgia. Very, very good. He's got one in Colorado Springs as well. We're going to talk with him, and we are going to talk with Karen, who was at our book club get-together this week. So I won't have much time to go into this article, but... um, Why is it a recipe for disaster? You should be raising your prices and disclosing with as much transparency as possible. As inflation continues to break 40-year records, month after month, you may be tempted to pass on your cost increases to customers in the form of fees. Tread lightly. Rising food costs aren't the only struggle for restaurants. They're also facing higher labor costs, which rose 13.2% in 2021. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, credit card companies like MasterCard and Visa have raised transaction fees. Boy, yeah. So anyway, I'll try to touch on this a little bit more before the end of the show. If not, I'll get to it tomorrow. So let's come back and tell you that the baby formula right here on the restaurant show. Hey, everybody, it's Mike, and everybody loves a good steak, right? Yeah, but sometimes we're in the mood for a nice, big, sloppy burrito. Yeah, and maybe sometimes we're in the mood for some Italian food. Well, why don't you go to Mickey's Top Sirloin? Mickey's Top Sirloin, 6950 North Broadway in North Denver, just off of 70 and I-25. Yes, it's a Top Sirloin house. They've got great steaks. They've got great porterhouse steaks. But they also serve some wonderful Mexican dishes, and they've got some wonderful Italian dishes as well. They've got a great full-service bar. It's a really comfortable place. And you know what? Trace Welch, the owner, the place has been around since 1962. He's also got a place over in Commerce City that's just a little express burrito place called Mickey's Express. It's right there off Colorado Highway 2. So whether you want to go to Mickey's Top Sirloin and have a drink and sit down and relax, or you just want a big old sloppy burrito and you want it real quick, go to Mickey's Express. But either place is going to take care of you. Stop by, say hello to Trace, and tell him you heard about it from Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show. The restaurant owners that were hustlers, people that really promoted and came up with good marketing ideas before the pandemic, they did reasonably well weathering the storm during the shutdown. Two of those owners are John Jordan and his partner, owners of the Tailgate Tavern on Main Street in Parker, and now they're back to full service. Great marketeers serving great food. You can still take out, but why not dine in and enjoy the friendly neighborhood environment of the Tailgate, a place where you really feel like everybody knows your name. They're doing their hugely popular Burger Mondays, the Buffalo Wing Wednesdays, Prime Rib Thursdays, and the wildly popular fish fry on Friday, and they're still taking the time to support local charities, veterans organizations, the Parker business community, and even doing benefits for health care providers in their area. So when you do something nice for yourself, getting some really good food from the tailgate, and at very reasonable prices, you're doing something nice for others. The Tailgate Tavern also has one of the biggest and best patios in the metro area. The tailgate is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and has a wonderful, friendly staff that would love to see you. The Tailgate Tavern in Parker. Hey, everybody, Mike Bohos of the rest. Restaurant shows, have you gassed up your car or truck lately? Gas prices have gone through the roof. Yeah, well, you can imagine as much as your car uses. Can you imagine how much fuel a jet airplane uses? That's why I use a guy named Warren Erbson as the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I say, Warren, I want to go to Mexico. I want to take a group of listeners. We're into the warm weather. We're into the summer, but winter's coming. What can you do? He called me up and said, Mike, January 10th to the 17th, I have got a deal for you. We'll fly nonstop on United Airlines into Cancun. We'll be transferred to the Rio Palace, Costa Mujeres. All your lodging, all your meals, all your drinks, all in one price. It's a great price. Singles, we don't nick you an extra nickel. So give them a call. Check it out on my website at MikeBoyle.com. But join me in Cancun, January 10th to the 17th. We'd love to have you. Could be holding you tonight. I could quit doing wrong and start doing right. You don't care about what I think. Think I'll just stay here. All right, 13 minutes after 4 o'clock here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, we were going to talk with Steve Knatzer of the Airplane Restaurant about how to get some baby formula. Steve Knatzer, wonderful guy, very, uh, very 
um, supportive of the restaurant industry, tries to be very civic, tries to be very charitable to the community, got a call from one of his suppliers, one of his providers, and um, he told him he had a lot of baby formula and would Steve like to buy it? So he did. He bought it, and um, he contacted me on yesterday afternoon, and he said, would you mind putting this out on the air? So this morning in Colorado Springs, I put it out when I was doing my remote at um, Arlene's Beans. And look, I don't know if he's got any left, but I will give you the number. You can stop down, give him a call before you go, 719 570 Seven six five six seven one nine five seven zero seven six five six. I am well past in my life the need for any baby formula, but uh, if it is something that you happen to need, maybe give him a call or maybe ride down. I know he's actually got. <clears throat> I want to say he had about four hundred cans of it. That that. <clears throat> Pardon me. That seems like quite a bit. So uh, anyway, you might uh, you might want to give him a call at seven one nine five seven zero seven six five six. Getting back to this article about restaurants are adding extra charges to combat inflation. Why that's a recipe for disaster. Rising costs aren't the only struggles for restaurants. So what they're doing is they're passing along. Colorado Springs seems to have really adopted this. I know some restaurants in Denver that have done it. I know some people with city agencies, county agencies that have been getting calls from customers about is this illegal? And apparently as long as it is disclosed somewhere. And I will tell you this, I've been to a few restaurants that did disclose it on the menu, but Man, you had to look for it. So this has become somewhat controversial. In Colorado Springs, I have seen COVID. Well, I've seen it in Denver, too. COVID surcharges. Well, if we have to put people in masks and if we have to uh, put gloves on our staff, somebody's got to pay for that. That's right. It's a cost of doing business. It should be built into your menu prices. I have seen one restaurant group in Colorado Springs does a utility surcharge, and they justified it on the air in Colorado Springs. Well, our utilities are going up, and we need some help. Well, I venture to say that every single person listening to this show right now, their utilities are going up, and you could probably use a little help, but you can't just put some sort of surcharge on something that you happen to be doing. Go to your employer and tell them gas is up, your utilities are up, food costs is up, and you need to tack on a surcharge to the amount of money he's paying you. See how that works out. So anyway, one of the, matter of fact, I've also seen public improvement funds, and now we are seeing inflation surcharges. Um, Ted Rossman, a senior industry analyst at creditcards.inc, says random fees likely throw customers off especially regulars who are sensitive to menu price changes. If a consumer's last experience doesn't meet their expectations, they are likely to vote with their feet. Most customers wanted to be want, most customers want to be presented with one price and from there determine whether it's fair, said Ted Rossman. They don't want to be nickel and dimed for everything from air conditioning to the cleaning supplies to their employees' health insurance. So anyway, I I agree with that. I don't have time to take your calls today because I've got Jason Davis waiting to talk about Crave Hot Dogs. I've got Karen up in Eastlake near Thornton waiting to talk about our book club. But you know what? We're going to talk a little bit more about that down the line. My advice, I will tell you this. Last week, we talked about voting, 
and I told you who I voted for. Now, that's an implied not vote for somebody else, but I was very, my job here is to tell you restaurants to go to, movies to see, books to read. And last week I told you who I voted for. You can vote for anybody you want. But I will tell you this. If there are restaurants charging these surcharges, I would give some serious thought. You do what you want to do. I would give some serious thought to not patronizing those establishments. And I might even, if I was a little bit more of an activist, give some serious thought to calling up. And don't just talk to the 16-year-old hostess who answers the phone or the server who doesn't give a rat's ass what you think, but talk to a manager, talk to the owner. They will try to justify it to you, but I would explain to them, you know what, your business should be operated where the utilities, the payroll, rent, cost of goods sold ought to all be built into your menu prices. And then maybe you might want to think about marketing a little bit more, touching a few of the tables, getting involved in some advertising that might result in having some more business in your establishment. That's my opinion, and uh, we'll talk about that down the road when you can give me some opinion on it. Let's take a break. We're going to introduce you to a guy named Jason Davis. He has great hot dogs. And then we're going to introduce you to Karen. She's a member of our book club. All that when we come back on the restaurant show. News Talk 710 KNUS. Hey, Colorado restaurant lovers, can we all agree that no matter how small your carbon footprint is, how small your family is, how environmentally inclined you may be, we all have trash, and how to get rid of it should be a concern to us all. Well, here at the Restaurant Show, may we suggest you use HBS Trash Services. HBS is a Colorado-owned and operated trash company with over 25 years serving the front range from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins. They have over 55,000 residential customers and over 6,000 commercial clients that trust their services every day. They have that hometown touch with reps in the field and headquarters in Greenwood Village to provide the premier service you deserve. At HBS Trash Services, their priority is to keep our state clean and restaurants immaculate. Like a beautiful menu, they offer a wide variety of services to handle all your trash and recycle needs for both home or business. To help their customers be protected from inflation, hidden fees, and other markups, they offer a flat rate on their wide range of services. So join them by calling Daniel, your personal rep, at 720-576-2659 or connect with them online at hbstrash.com. Let HBS stash your trash. You know, just about everybody gets a craving for a good burger now and then. And when Mike gets his craving, one of the places he heads for is Crave Real Burgers. Started over 10 years ago with Jeff and Jaron Richard when they had their own craving. Crave has survived our challenging times and now has two locations, the original in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs on North Academy. You can get the plain Jane, your basic burger, Mike's favorite, or you can get burger competition winning burgers like the Luther, Love Stinks, or plenty of others. Add a heaping order of fries and you're good to go. Oh, did I say to go? That's right. During the shutdown, Crave locations perfected takeout service so stop by or call your local crave and they'll get your order ready for you piping hot they can even meet you at the curb crave also does wonderful milkshakes and can even prepare your milkshakes adult style you know with a touch of your favorite adult beverage so if you want to get a great burger whether you dine in or take out while supporting locally owned independent restaurant business stop by your local crave just west of the factory outlets in castle rock or on north academy in colorado springs crave real burgers You know, if the challenges of last year have shown us anything, it is that we really appreciate people and businesses who support our community. And there is probably no company more involved throughout Colorado than the folks at Pepsi Bottling Company. By keeping their people employed, keeping their truckers working and trucks on the road, keeping our stores and restaurants supplied with great Pepsi products, or even, through challenging times, keeping involved in community and civic causes. Pepsi has been there. And did you know that Pepsi also supports our military by employing over 100 veterans throughout the state? All that's important, but it's also important that you know about the great lineup of Pepsi products. Pepsi Regular, including the original Pure Cane Sugar Pepsi in the glass bottle, and all of their other products. Diet, Zero, Mountain Dew, Mug Root Beer, Sierra Mist Lemon Lime, not to forget Gatorade, Propel Energy Drink, and Lipton Tea. Pepsi also has a long line of snack products as well, including Lay's Potato Chips, Ruffles and Doritos, Cheetos, and many more. So stop by and pick up some Pepsi products. Pepsi may be a big international company, but they have always been there for us. For Colorado, Pepsi. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen 
live on Odyssey. All right, moving on on the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. It is Father's Day weekend, and we've got a dad on the line. All right, so you're in college. Uh, Maybe you started even a little bit earlier, your first job. You worked at a fast food restaurant that had to help you get through college. Maybe you picked up a job waiting some tables, tending a little bar. And then you said, well, maybe I'll go into a little bit of management. And then you say, you know what? I think I like this restaurant gig. I think that uh, maybe this is my bag. Maybe this is my career calling. And you find yourself a nice corporate gig. But somewhere along the line, you say, I think I'd like to have my own place. It's always been my dream. Well, you've heard me say on the restaurant show, be careful that your dream doesn't become your worst nightmare. Well, anyway, this next guest of mine, um, you know what? He's in his early 40s. You've heard that country song. He was in, I was in my early 40s. Anyway, and he's got a wife and he's got a home and he's got two young children, and he's got a great gig. He has been for over 20 years with the Old Spaghetti Factory, a regional guy, the guy that they call up from corporate headquarters and say, will you go to Colorado Springs? We'd like to go into that market. That market's blowing up. And you go down and you say, I think the Fox and Hound over off Powers would be a great place for a new spaghetti factory. But then, all of a sudden, they commit to that, and you say, well, I'm leaving. I'm going to have my own place. His name is Jason Davis, and he's got actually two places. Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue. Not Crave Real Burgers. I love my burgers from Crave. I love Jeff and Jaron Richard. I love the store in Castle Rock. I love the store in Colorado Springs. But this is a restaurant group out of Georgia. And the first one opened up right off of Barnes and Powers and uh, didn't do very well. And did Jason say, I'm going to leave the old spaghetti factory because this is a great opportunity? Should I maybe open one up in Denver? Let's find out. Jason Davis, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Mike. How are you? I'm having a great day. So anyway... That's about the scenario. You've got a pretty good gig. That old spaghetti factory has been around for years and years, decades. The system, the company seems to work. People love it. Second, third generation of employees, second, third generation of customers. Why crave hot dogs in Colorado Springs and at Hampton and I-25 in Denver? Tell the story a little bit. Well, the pandemic happened. Um, you know, I was started thinking about, you know, other opportunities, and I was working really hard to make somebody else a lot of money, and I thought, hey, I've been doing this for 20, 25 years, and I'd like to um, do my own thing. And so I started looking at uh, some franchises, and we are a franchise. Um, and, you know, I'm really good at the management part, but, you know, the construction part, those details, needed probably a little help, a little design in the restaurant. So I decided to... It's a partner with Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue. It's a newer concept. I love the concept because I call it kind of a fast, casual, family-style sports bar. Mm-hmm. You know, we have 24 beers on tap, self-pour beer wall. We should have our license in Colorado Springs by next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to serving some really cold beer in Colorado Springs. We actually have an axe-throwing lane. So it's a really cool place for you just to come there, have a couple beers with your family, watch some sports, eat some good food. You, um, and I don't think there's a, a niche in, uh, in the markets for that. Do you do you have the liquor license at the Denver store? I do. I okay. do. We, All we, right. we have a full uh, service uh, hotel license, so we do have uh, the mixed cocktails on tap. We have margarita, a gin and tonic, and a mule on tap. Um, in Colorado Springs, we won't have that. We'll just have the beer and wine. Um but, yeah, it's been a big hit so far. Well, because I know, Jason, when I'm sitting out watching a sporting event at a local pub establishment, having a nice hot dog or something similar, maybe a little barbecue, I want to have a cold beer. All right, so good. I'm glad we're moving forward on that. And one of the things that I always try to explain to people is that if you look at the success of somebody that goes into the franchise 
restaurant business versus somebody that opens up their own concept, their own independent business. The franchisee success rate goes up dramatically. And I would be willing to bet when you contacted the franchise for Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue and said, I'd like to take over that store that is now closed in Colorado Springs. You've now reopened it, of course. They probably said, would you like one in Denver? Or you said, maybe I'd like to have one in Denver. Let's talk. We've got this one that's completely built out. So uh, can you make me a pretty good deal? And, oh, by the way, can you help me a little bit with the build out at Hamden and I-25? Take the listeners through that because I know that people out there say, oh, I'd like to be in the restaurant business. I've got a good green chili recipe or I make a mean marinara sauce. But... Take the folks back a step to how that happened, how that transpired for you. Yeah, so um, my first location for me was a Denver location. So um, that opened in April uh, of this year, and uh, the franchisers know my restaurant background, and there was an opportunity uh, to purchase a Colorado Springs store, and they approached me. I actually did not approach them. They know my background, my experience, Mm -hmm. and they really wanted to keep – uh, the store in Colorado Springs, they love the market. We had good success there. Um, so that's kind of uh, how that all transpired. So um, about a month after we opened the Denver store, I reopened the Colorado Springs store. So it's been a busy last couple months, um, you know, trying to get people hired, trained, staff. Sure. Work out kinks, but, you know, the guests have been great, understanding. Well, well and, and something you said that I want to clarify for the listeners. We had good success in Colorado Springs. Actually, it didn't have good success. It's a good product, and God bless the guy that opened it up, retired Air Force, served his country, but it just got a little overwhelming for him. But the potential was certainly there. The sales were reasonably good. So you saw the potential and you picked it up. And my guess is that through the franchise, the corporate franchise office, and probably through the people that finance the restaurant, you probably got a pretty good deal. So in a way, you actually got kind of a two for Jason Davis. <laughs> I, I got a very good deal. Um it's been a you know it's been a good business deal for me and yeah the um, franchise franchisors they don't they want to grow they want more locations they don't want their number of franchises to contract and so when they say wait a minute this guy's got a lot of years of running big volume restaurants let's get this guy on board now like I said you've got a wife. Uh, you had a good paycheck coming in the 15th and the 30th from Old Spaghetti Factory. You've got a couple young kids. What did the whiff say when you said, honey, let's take some of our 401k, let's uh, jump into the deep end? How did that, how was that received in the Davis house? Well, my wife's my best friend. I always tell everybody, marry your best friend. She's my biggest supporter. Um, she's the one that actually pushed me and encouraged me to do this, and I couldn't do it without her support. Um, she's always known me to be in the restaurant business, and I always tell people it's a lifestyle. Um, uh-huh. If you've never ran a restaurant, you probably shouldn't open one because it's definitely a grind. Uh-huh. Uh, it's definitely a lifestyle, and um, your wife and your family have to be 110% behind you or you won't be successful. Well, and I have to tell you something, listeners. When I met Jason at the Crave Hot Dogs on Barnes just off of Powers in Colorado Springs, I have just gone to the store in Denver. It's a beautiful store. But I have to tell you something. Guess who was making the hot dogs? Guess who was taking my money? Yeah, he's not the regional guy who shows up anymore and everybody snaps too. He's not. You know what? You got to, you know, some people would say to me after 15 years, they'd say, you know, you're not as here as much as you used to be. They didn't remember 15 years ago when I was sleeping in the booth after pulling a shift. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit of an awakening for you and your family, isn't it, Jason? Yeah, you know, I call it sweat equity. You know, you're going to put in the the hours at the beginning. And like you said, um, you know, you're going to build a business, you're going to build your team. And, 
Uh, hopefully it all takes off. You know, I'm going to be in there every day, setting the example, setting the tone for the staff and for the guests. And for the listeners out there that are saying, hey, Boyle, what about one of those meal deals of yours? Well, Jason and I are working it out. We're going to pick some dates. Yes, we are going to do one in Denver. Yes, we are going to do one in Colorado Springs. The one in Colorado Springs, we want to wait for a date until he gets his liquor license. We want you to see the full Monty. We want you to see exactly the way the concept is designed. But check my website at mikeboyle.com. That's M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. Right there on the homepage, we have the calendar of upcoming events. You can click on calendar if it gets a little bit farther out. But yes, Jason Davis and I at Crave Hot Dogs and Barbecue, we are working on getting those meal deals, those boil lunch bunches, boil supper clubs together. And I guarantee the food is really, really good. You say, Mike, it's a hot dog. Yeah, but you got to have a good bun. You got to have a good hot dog. You got to have some good green chili to smother it with, some grated cheese, maybe some raw onions. He's got some good Q. So uh, we're going to talk more with him as we get closer. Jason Davis, congratulations on entering the world of entrepreneurs. We appreciate you, and we're looking forward to doing an event with you, all right? Thank you, Mike. All right. Have a great day. His name is Jason Davis. Crave hot dogs and barbecue. My name is Mike Boyle. Mike Bullhouse and the Rust Rush Shows for the Black Hat Cattle Company, Highway 74 up in Kittredge. You know what? During this shutdown, they did those wonderful boxes of their fabulous steaks. You could take them home. You could grill them. They're not doing that anymore because you know why? They are open. The good news is you can go to the Black Hat Cattle Company dinner only Tuesday, Saturday, closed on Sunday, Monday, and you can get the New Yorks and the fillets and the ribeyes and the top sirloins in that beautiful log cabin environment with a wonderful collection of southwestern art full service bar wonderful wine list dave rodriguez been in the restaurant business up in that area for over 35 years doing a fabulous job but isn't that great news that they are open you can call them for a reservation 303-670-0941 that's 303-670-0941 the black hat cattle company in kitridge and tell dave you heard about it from mike boyle on the Show. If you've ever been to Cuba, you know how wonderful the food is. If you've never been to Cuba and you want to find out, make plans to stop by Cuba Cuba in Castle Rock. Located by the promenade shops on the north side of the factory outlets, Cuba Cuba is the brainchild of Christy Bigelow, a first-generation Cuban-American. Her mother and grandmother escaped from Cuba years ago, settled in Miami, and proceeded to raise their families. While thrilled to be in the United States assimilating, they still long for the foods of their native country. And what do Latina moms and grandmothers do? They teach their daughters to carry on those same culinary traditions and they must have taught christy bigelow pretty well because now she has seven cuba cubas serving great cuban delights yeah seven the original cafe and bar at 12th and delaware in downtown denver then she opened up five sandwich areas and those are sandwich shops where you can get great cuban sandwiches they're in northfield highlands ranch dtc glendale and thornton and then she opened up another full service restaurant in castle rock so pretty much wherever you're looking for great cuban food in the metro area check out the cuba cuba restaurants oh and by the way christy is really proud of that cuban specialty the mojito a rum concoction guaranteed to make you happy. Cuba, Cuba. Hey, everybody, it's Mike, and I've got some great news for you. Granelli's Pizza in Castle Rock is open. Mike, what's the big deal? They've been around for almost 20 years. Yes, but for 20 years, they've been Monday through Saturday, closed Sunday. I talked to Angie, the owner, and I said, Angie, Sunday's a big pizza day. We've got beautiful residency right in downtown Castle Rock. People live all over the Douglas County area. You are the neighborhood go-to pizza. You're serving that Chicago-style pizza, what you like to call Midwest-style pizza, where you put the ingredients, the toppings, underneath the cheese. But you know what? Now they are open Sunday. Finally, I talked her into it. Granelli's Pizza open at 11 o'clock, seven days a week. They've got dine-in. Yep, they've got beer and wine. And you can take out, and they even do delivery. So Granelli's Pizza, 21 Wilcox in Casserock, seven days a week, open at 11 11 o'clock, stop by and say hello to Angie and tell her you heard about it on the restaurant show. Doesn't an ice-cold Mountain Dew sound good? As we return to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about show. 
earlier this week, we had the second meeting of the Restaurant Show Book Club. Let me give you a little bit of history. I would bring books that I've read, authors that I've interviewed. I'd bring their books. I'd bring it to boil lunch bunches, boil meal deals, and I'd give them away, and we'd exchange them, and people would have books that they wanted to share with me, and they'd bring them, and it was very, very informal. Well, all of a sudden, three listeners happened to be on a trip with me to Mexico, and they said, why don't you formalize a little bit the Restaurant Show Book Club? And I said, well, you know, formal is not a word that is generally associated with me. What are you talking about? And they said, well, we'd like to get together once a month and uh, talk about books. And uh, would you help us? And I said, sure. You mean like bringing in authors and like getting you books and that type of thing? Yeah, because most book clubs... They have a commonality of your church or your bridge group or your neighbors or something like that. And people communicate on a regular basis and you decide a book to read and then you go to the library and you get on the waiting list. You go to Amazon, you buy it, that type of thing. So I said, we're going to be talking to people all up and down the front range. Why don't we pick a place that's freeway close, like the View House Restaurant in Centennial, And why don't I go to them, because they treat me very well, and say, can we have a private room to maybe do this? Sure. What are the terms? We made a deal, and we had one in May. It was kind of an organizational meeting. And we had one earlier this week. At the organizational meeting, I had passed out a book called Happiness on the Blue Dot by Lisa Maranzino. I contacted Lisa and said, will you come to this one? Everybody will have had a chance to read the book and just speak. Well, it came off earlier this week, and I think that people enjoyed it. Let's talk with Karen. Karen was there. Karen, I'm going to say this before the interview starts, is really one of my favorite people. I've never seen her when she doesn't have a smile on her face. She has traveled with me a couple of times, traveled with our groups. Matter of fact, she even went, you know, I got season seats to the UNC University of Northern Colorado football Bears, and I threw it out on the air, and she and a couple of other folks said, yeah, we'd like to go. And so we all went to a football game together. So she showed up at the meeting, and I thought we would get her thoughts. Karen, welcome to the show. Sorry for the long introduction, but uh, thanks for joining us and the other listeners. Oh, you're quite welcome. Did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. Um, I actually met uh, Shannon again, who we actually went to the football game up at the UNC with you. And uh, so it was kind of nice to know somebody there, uh, you know, besides you and obviously Kaylee and her fiancé. And uh, and actually met quite a few new people. And not only did we have a great discussion amongst ourselves, but we had a great discussion with the author. And she was very willing to answer a lot of questions. And we also had a great meal at the View House. Were you familiar with book clubs um i know that some people are in other book clubs that are have joined us at our two meetings or even one meeting have you ever i i really didn't have any experience with book clubs i have been to readings when authors came to town but are you in a book club or had you tried to be in one or what's your experience with them yeah, I actually was in a book club that was started by, or I was invited uh, by, from a couple of people I worked with sure. uh, before I retired. Uh-huh. And as a matter of fact, I ended up running the book club because... Um, Nobody else wanted people, to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was more I know, because I, I just going. wanted to keep it going for a while, and nobody else wanted to be a leader. So I said, you know, somebody said, well, you're retired. Why don't you do it? <laughs> yeah. uh, no matter that other people didn't work at all in the group. <laughs> yeah, and it's always nice of other people to volunteer your time. I always appreciate that. Yeah, when, when, right. As soon as that's somebody right. says to me, you know, here's what you ought to do, I say, wait a minute. Why don't you do it? But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, Karen. Well, Yeah, so um, we did have a group of, uh, um, it was probably a total of 10 people, but rarely did all 10 show up. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, we let people select the book that they wanted others to read. So you had a really big variety. And sometimes 
some of the books were harder to read because obviously not everybody's taste is the same. Right. Uh, but uh, and we met at different restaurants. Um, it was more up in the Louisville, Boulder, Lafayette, um, sure. and Thornton area because, sure. as you know, I live up north. Right. But, um, so you know, it was a great way to try out different restaurants too. And uh, I think we did one at someone's house who had a pool one time, and then we did another one at someone's house. Um, that had just gotten a pizza oven in their backyard, so she wanted to try it out. Um, but mostly we went to restaurants, and uh, sometimes we weren't as formal as some book clubs are where they always have a list of questions and things like that. Yeah. Uh, we were not like that because sometimes, as I said, some people's taste in books wasn't up to others, and sometimes people got busy with work or activities and couldn't read the book maybe until the next uh, meeting. So uh, we weren't as formal as some book clubs are, but it, it was a great deal, and it just kind of got to the point where everybody was too busy and enough people weren't showing up, so we decided to to break up. Well, and that's what I wanted to do, because like I said, the word formal or structured or whatever generally makes me a little bit nervous. But... You know what? I think it's fine to say the third Wednesday of every month. The next one's coming up on July 20th. I think that one of the things when you talk about your group coming from work or the other things that seem to bind book clubs together, ours is a little different because we're talking to people all up and down the front range. We had people from Castle Rock and people from Thornton, people from west out near Ken Carroll and people east in Aurora. We've got a couple of people from Colorado Springs that have indicated that they're going to come up in July. So I thought it was nice to have the View House Centennial because it's freeway close. Everybody can get on I-25 and be there at a reasonable amount of time. Once you get off the freeway, you're only two minutes from the place. We had a nice room. They have a wonderful menu. You can eat whatever you want. They had salads. We had some people having burgers. We had, you know, so I, I think that that's nice. And I think that because of the affiliation with the show, um, allow me a moment of self-indulgence here. I can get somebody like the author rather than people just sitting around talking about their respective book. Next time, we're going to have a guy named Bill Maz, M-A-Z, William Maz. He wrote a book called The Bucharest Dossier, which was an absolutely sensational book. Now, the author this week, Lisa Maranzina, was there in person, but William will be there virtually. But I think that that, you know... I know that people have already read the book. We passed it around a little bit this week. Uh, I've got another author coming in for September. We're going to take August off. But I, I think that I think that this gives it just a little bit different feeling. You talk about people. We had, I believe it was 14 people the first one. We had 14, 15 people this week. Well, <clears throat> and that included a couple of people that couldn't make the first one. It included a couple new people. So if you have, uh, let's say, a nucleus of 20 and you get a dozen every time because somebody's going to have a work commitment, a vacation commitment, something like that. But I didn't want it to start at 12, 14, 15, same people, same people, same people, Karen. And the next thing you know, four people show up. And so I think that the way we've got it with the group, I think we're going to see, uh, for example, there was a lady there this week, Robin, who's traveled with us. Her sister and girlfriend wanted to come, just had commitments they had already made, but have already committed to be there on July 20th. So I think that it'll give us a nice flow. What do you think? Oh, I do, I do as well. And like you said, um, just... People can't always make it because we all have obligations, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, I think that was a good group. And it was uh, the other thing I liked is that restaurant giving us that room to ourselves, yep. so we could kind of close off the doors and have a good discussion. Uh huh. Yeah, and and I think that I I think that I think that when you say, okay, next month everybody has to read this book. That adds an element of regimentation to it. I brought that book to the first meeting and gave it to everybody to kind of give everybody a running start. 
But the other thing that I do, and I'm telling other listeners listening right now, I brought a good dozen books that I get from publicists and that I get from authors and that I get from you, the listeners, and I put them out. And some people wanted a Michael Conley and some people wanted a Vince Flynn and some people wanted a non-known author here. And some people wanted Alan Topol because they know he's going to be with us in September. So I thought that that way the the, the get-togethers, and, and it's going to be your club, but I, I thought that that gave it a little flexibility because I don't, if I'm forced to read something that I don't want to read, well, that takes me back to college. And and so, <laughs> so, you know, some people want mysteries and some people want romance and so forth. So I think that that can make for some discussion. You know, you talk about a book that you read that you really enjoyed and you tweak somebody's interest and they say, I'm going to go get that. And somebody else says, well, I read a different book this month. And that tweaks their interest. So with a with 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 a kind of a forum around an author. So anyway, well, thank you, Karen. I appreciate. First of all, it's always nice seeing you. I've never seen this woman when she doesn't have a smile on her face. And uh, so, does that mean that we may be able to count on seeing you on July twentieth? Yes, I've got it on my calendar, and <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I've already done a little bit of research as to how I can obtain the book, uh-huh. and. Uh, have it read in time to have a good discussion. Well, and I think also that I, I probably had about four copies of it. I'll make sure that I know who's got a copy of it and see if we can get one to you. So uh, it, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful read. Her name is Karen. She is a member of... Hey, everybody. Mike Bull, host of the Restaurant Shows with some great news for you. India's Restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, right across from the Kennedy Golf Course. Been around for over 30 years. Chris Kapoor has been serving great Indian cuisine in this town for over 30 years. Well, they are open, rocking and rolling, ready for you to stop by. Yeah, you can still do takeout if you want to do that, but they can dine in. You can go and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful building. And if you want to go for lunch, the buffet is wide open. You know, you used to have to go and say, I want some of this and some of that. They'd fix it and they'd serve it. Now you go through the buffet. I always start with a salad, then I get myself some buttered chicken and sog paneer and uh, chicken tikka masala, some non bread. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you what, the food is absolutely wonderful. They're open for dinner. And don't forget, India's Restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, also has a great private party room. And they are looking forward to seeing you. Fad Alberts in Greeley has been around for a long time. All family owned and operated and serving the same great American cuisine for almost 40 years. A menu that includes meat, chicken, and fish entrees, even including the really popular liver and onions. Sue Albert, the owner, also offers sandwiches, salads, and of course, the biggest seller, the Monte Cristo sandwich. Not only a big seller, but the Monte Cristo is a big sandwich. Come hungry if you're going to tackle it. And any time of the year is pie season, right? Fat Alberts is known for their pies. Pecan, that's the favorite of Andy Feinstein, president of the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. Peanut butter, banana cream, and Mike's favorite, the French silk. A chocolate cream pie with a delicious crust. Lots of chocolate and piled high whipped cream. Get a slice or take home a whole pie. Fat Alberts has a full liquor license, plenty of free parking, and offers dine-in and takeout. Fat Alberts is located at 1717 23rd Avenue in Greeley. For hours of operation, give them a call at 970-356-1999 or... Check them out at fat-alberts.com. Hey, everybody, it's Mike, and you know what a crazy real estate market we're living in here in the Denver metro area. You need a good agent. May I recommend Robin Carol Hoffman there with the Keller Williams Group in the Denver Tech Center? Carol, what is one piece of advice you would give somebody who's thinking of selling their home? Thanks, Mike. I would say that they should call us to get a realistic evaluation of what their home is worth. All right. I think that that's great advice. What if somebody wants to buy a home? Can you help them with that as well? You bet. I think that they would need to call us to get a buyer's consultation to learn the best way to navigate through this crazy market. All right. So whether you want to buy or whether you want to sell, call Rob and Carol at Keller Williams. What's the number you want people to call you at, Carol? 303-771-9500. I've known Rob and Carol for years. They'll do a great job for you. Give them a call. Rob and Carol Hoffman with Keller Williams. 303-771-9500. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. KNUS Denver, a Salem Media Group station. Jack Daniels, if you please. Mag me to my knees. 
4.53 on June 18th, the day before Father's Day. And um, if you're looking for places to go, let me suggest a uh, couple of places that I'm very familiar with, I've worked with over the years. The View House Restaurant, which does a magnificent brunch, especially on Easter and Mother's Day. They do it every Saturday and Sunday, but... Uh, um, they've got a Father's Day brunch tomorrow, and I talked to Kim Dammer, their banquet manager. She is at the Centennial Store, but they've got the buffet at the Centennial Store and the Colorado Springs Store. Might be good opportunity for you to go on in and sit in the cool and uh, maybe have a Bloody Mary, mimosa, maybe enjoy the buffet, View House restaurants in Centennial and Colorado Springs. Black Eyed Pea, I was talking to Steve Shaw this week, the owner and operator of all nine Black Eyed Peas. He said it is always a good day for them because Dad wants to go in and get the chicken fried chicken or the pot roast. Maybe he wants to go in and get himself a big old steak. So there's another suggestion. I talked with Chris Kapoor at India's Restaurant 8921 East Hamden. They are having that same special occasion all-you-can-eat dinner buffet for $29.95. It'll start at 5.30 and go until 9 o'clock. That's India's restaurant. In Colorado Springs, the Airplane Restaurant is a restaurant, in case you don't look it up, Airplane Restaurant, Colorado Springs. They brought up on about six or eight truckloads, I don't recall, a KC-97 Texas Air National Guard transport aircraft and uh, put it back together, stuck it into the side of a building, and it has become really an aviation museum. Uh, It's really neat. You can sit in the airplane, um, former pilots, uh, former pilot wannabes, Folks that have spent time in the military, folks that have traveled a little bit, but there is a wonderful, wonderful airline. It's not officially a museum, but there's just stuff in there that's really, really neat, and that might be fun for Father's Day. Um, Our next event coming up is a week from today. It's in Aurora at the Dickies Barbecue. We'll be doing the $5 sandwiches, the $1.50 sides, the $18.95 full rack of ribs. We've been working with the Rusnak family that have owned stores in Colorado Springs for years, and now they own five or six locations in the Denver metro area. It had to count them on my fingers. Westminster, Lakewood, Castle Rock, Aurora, Green Valley Ranch. They might have one more somewhere as well. Anyway, um, they're going to be doing those specials at the Aurora store next Saturday. Um, After that, I guess the next date you need to really be thinking about is June 28th. That's a Tuesday. Get your ballot in. It's one of the privileges that we have here living in the United States of America. And uh, all I would tell you is, is that if you are whatever party you are registered with, take advantage of it. And when it comes to November, um, decide what you are going to do. I myself in November will be voting a straight Republican ticket, regardless of who gets my respective Republican Party nominations. I have gotten, I'm sitting here looking at them, I have gotten 12, 12 of the colored male flyers to me in the last two days. Now, some of these candidates really need to maybe take a little bit of a break. But anyway, you can tell that it's ramping up. I find it interesting that I get a brochure about a Republican from the Democratic Party of Colorado at 789 Sherman Street. But anyway, it's uh, your privilege. I have already voted. I shared with you how I voted. Um, On the TV side, it was announced this week that the Lincoln Lawyer will be back for a second season. Lincoln Lawyer is Mickey Haller, a can uh, a um, What do you call it? A character. Thank you very much. (coughs) Pardon me. Created by uh, Michael Connolly. 
and appeared in some of the Harry Bosch books. It will be back for the second season. It'll be coming out in 2023. I'm glad about that. If you haven't seen it, I believe it's on Netflix. It was really, really very good. I really, really enjoyed it. And um, finally, let me congratulate Carolyn Glover. She is the chef out at Annette in Aurora. Uh, she was the James Beard. That's a big deal, folks. She was the James Beard recipient for the Rocky Mountain region. So congratulations to Carolyn and Annette. Have a great rest of your day, everybody, and you dads out there. Happy Father's Day, but I'll be with you tomorrow from 10 o'clock until noon. I'll be enjoying my Father's Day, and I hope you will as well. Have a wonderful evening. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 o'clock with another edition of The Restaurant Show. PBR on the way, life is good today, life is good today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.